Attention all units, please stand by to copy a bolo. Bolo from Anytown PD regarding a delayed homicide. The incident occurred at 123 Any Street, Anytown, USA. No suspect or vehicle description provided. All units are requested to respond to helpsolvethecase.com for briefing. Clear Bolo, 0818 hours. Well, hi, this is Christine with Help Solve the Case, and we are here talking today about the Alexis Edwards case, and I am here with Alexis Edwards's mom. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Did I, I don't even know how to say that Alexis Edwards is, Edwards is, Edwards? Edwards. Edwards mom, Uh Alexis Edwards mom. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. I don't, I don't have an S on the end of my last name. So I never know <laughs> whether it's an ES or an S or an apostrophe or whatever. So I apologize. Um, but we're here today. So, so with help solve the case, I'll, I'll introduce myself a little bit for, for those of you that, that don't know me, um, help solve the case is an organization where I do my best myself and my virtual investigators and my other investigators do our best to try to bring some justice and some closure and some answers to families uh, like this who have, um, I don't know, just don't have any answers, who have suffered crimes and wrongdoing and been victimized. And for whatever reason, um, usually a lack of money, uh, manpower, and sometimes, unfortunately, a lack of desire or whatever, um, I hate even to say that the, these cases go cold and they they go unsolved, which is just an atrocity for a number of reasons. And so so I made it my personal mission to try to do whatever I can. And I invite the public to help us to help us help solve the case, because the more eyes and ears that we have, I always like to say that somebody knows something or somebody heard something and it could be the minutest detail. You never know that is just that last piece of the puzzle to help solve the case. And so myself, I'm a former police officer and detective and I'm uh, now a private investigator and I'm a law enforcement expert witness, which means, you know, I like to, to comment on those things. And, and sometimes I, I have some commentary about what could have been done, what should have been done or what we're going to do. And, and that's what I want to do. I, I want to help. And, and uh, so we ask you to come, come along with us and see what we can do for this family. And um I guess I'll preface it. We, we were talking a little bit about this before uh, I came on, before we came on the recording, that this is an active investigation and we want to get as much information out as possible, but we definitely don't want to jeopardize anything to do with a case. Uh, but on a good note, um, we're pretty confident. I think uh, you'll agree with me that um you know, we're pretty confident from what we hear from the police department that they, they've got a great case and they're just, uh, what do they say, dotting the I's and crossing the T's to wrap it up for the prosecution, correct? What do you think? Is that, is that what you've heard? Yeah. Good. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's awesome. And um, well, um, we might as well talk about this right now that I think 
I think there's a lot of frustration sometimes. Um, some, sometimes for me, when I look at stuff, it seems pretty, pretty, pretty clear or pretty explainable because I do look at it from the police perspective and I kind of understand what they're doing, but I think, um, and we can talk about some of the, some of, cause it's not just you, it's some of the other families. Uh, this occurred in Indianapolis, Indiana, right. And, and there's some other families yeah. too, that are experiencing the same type of thing. But I think it's important to talk about this too, is that um, you want, you want justice and, and you probably wanted it. Uh, you know, I, I, I think this happened what around one 30 in the afternoon, you know, you, you, you probably wanted justice at 2 PM that day and to, yeah. to sit here um, and, and we'll go into the details, but I, this happened in 2019. Yeah. And I'm sure you wanted, you wanted justice five minutes later. And, it, yeah. and, and that, that's the hard part. Um, I think in this case, uh, there are suspects and, and that's awesome because we have a lot of cases that we don't, we don't know anything. Uh, so I don't know, as I'm talking about this, I don't know if it's, if it's better or worse. I mean, I, I would think it's better that you do have suspects. Um, maybe you can, you can get some sort of a picture in your mind and, and, um, you know, send some, some thought waves or whatever in the meantime, but they are working on it. Right. And, and I think that's the hardest part when you have to be patient, you have to be patient and that has got to be crazy, right? Crazy. I mean, yeah. how, how is this? So, so I just wanted to mention that, but I guess this is a, is a good a place to segue into, um, I don't know what, why don't you tell us and how, how has this been for you? I mean, what, what is your, uh, you know, I'm asking you a lot of questions. Um, I'm used to interrogating, so I'm sorry, but let me <laughs> talk okay. about this. Like, like um, what is your life like right now today? Well, every morning that I get up, um, I wake up and I'm thinking about what happened to my daughter, Alexis, it's, it's just a pain that I just, I mean, I just can't put into words and knowing that the people that did this to her are still, you know, haven't been brought to justice. It just like, it's just adds on, you know, to the pain every day. And I'm just trying to stay strong and I'm, you know, fighting for her and I'm going to keep pushing because I know that they will be brought to justice. Um, and I'm just, you know, my grandkids, I have to look at them every day. And <clears throat> my three-year-old grandson, he was also shot. You know, he was in the car with uh, my daughter and he witnessed, you know, her die. Um, and it's, it's hard. Um, it's hard. I just, we wanna um, just begin to heal, you know, we need some type of closure. And, you know, I think that um, when these individuals are brought to justice, I think that we can get to a point where we can start to heal from this. It's, um, it's, um, and, and for those of you that are listening, um, I, um, I can see uh, Alexis's mom and, and um, just the, the, the pain is just, 
terrible, right? I, you know, now I'm going to start getting emotional, but um, I think that's uh, a lot of the things that, that people don't think about is the, um, I don't want to say the ripple effect. Uh, it's not like a ripple effect. It's like a ripple of damage or, yeah. you know, that it, that it's um, the loss of the, the person, your daughter, the family member, but the impact that it has all across the, the family. So you mentioned that Alexis had uh, two children that you are now the primary caregiver for. Yes. Right. Oh, my three-year-old, uh, my three-year-old, he was three-year-old, three years old at the time. He's four now. Um, he's, yeah, I'm his caregiver. And then um, she had a nine-year, she has a nine-year-old uh, son as well. My grandson, he's with his father, but um, yeah. And I, it, they're very hurt. It's just, even to this day, they cry all the time. And they wake up crying, saying they miss their mom. And I don't know what else to do, what to do. You know, I just try to be there for them and be strong, you know, and keep fighting for her, you know, for them, you know, they deserve it. You know, they deserve um, to have justice for their mother to get some justice for her. But yeah, I think, I think that's gotta be, gotta be so hard, right? Because again, looking, looking back at my career and, and just, you know, catching the person, that's what you want to catch the person. But I can't imagine being in your role that, you know, you're dealing with your own grief and loss. You have to, you know, your life, I'm sure was, you know, full before, and then now add, you know, adding to this and making sure, you know, you're probably even neglecting your emotional health to try to, um, to do this, you know, you're a warrior, you're trying to live your life and take care of the children too, and manage their emotional uh, fallout from this, I'm sure as, as well as the rest of your family. So I have to give you really great credit because who, you know, it's, um, I don't know. So I, I just have to applaud you. And I think that um, people have to realize that that too. Right. Um, and, and we're here to support you and the children in your family, however we can, like, I, I don't, I'm not a counselor. Right. I, but whatever I can do to understand that, that part of it too. So I kind of want to take some of your burden for you and, and I, I'm going to do the fight the best that I can and, 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 um, support you to do that, whether I'm holding you up or I'm screaming for you that that's, that's my goal in this and, you know, making phone calls and talking to people or, or, or doing whatever. And, um, I'll, I'll mention that too. I think something that, uh, one of the reasons that I do this and I try to promote that, that people in these situations, um, uh, that we're talking about the suspects or the people that are involved in this, uh, or on the, the fringe of the people involved in this, you know, it just takes a wrong association or a split second of a bad decision and somebody that you thought was somebody and they're not. And, um, you know, you end up at the scene of a murder and what do you do from, from there? And, I, I would ask these people that because um, because there's always a lot of talk. People people always know something. There's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of talk. Um, 
the community, people, people know who has been involved in this. And uh, where I was going with this is that a lot of times people don't want to speak to the police. They, they're, they're, they're afraid. Um, They don't know what is going to happen to them. And so, you know, we have a, we have a tip line, we have a website, uh, talk to me, um, get it, you know, somebody pass it through somebody to talk to somebody to talk to me to talk to the police or whatever. Um, and let's just get this, let's just get this figured out because it, it snowballs and it makes it, it makes it worse for everybody. Right. right. Um, right. so if, if I can ask that, uh, you know, I don't think, and you might disagree with me at this point, but I don't think anybody is inherently, a bad person. They just make bad decisions based on whatever was going on at the time, drug use, emotions, being in the wrong place at the wrong time and being scared. And I mean, all kinds of stuff. And so it's just so critical to get the information. And that's, that's one of the things with my goal is to, to get the information, please, please help us. Um, We we're pretty confident that um the you know that like i said the police are just preparing it and finalizing it for prosecution um i don't want to say get get in while the getting is good um but you know because i i don't speak for the police or anything like that but i think if you are involved or know something about this it would behoove you to come forward sooner rather than later let me just leave it at that right um because I don't even know how to live with the guilt of something like the guilt of I'm sitting here looking in your eyes and these children's eyes and you know, something now I'm going to get mad and you know, something, um, you know, if you didn't pull the trigger, uh, but you ended up there or something like this, uh, you know, the, the guilt's going to eat you alive. And I, and I think, uh, you're more empowered when you come forward and say something and do something uh, and you, you may have been in a situation that you didn't expect yourself to be in, but you got in it and you need to dig your way out of it. You need to do something, you know, um, a lot of times too. And I, I, I didn't even plan on going off on this tangent, but I will say, and I'm speaking right to these people that, um, when I look at cases, right. When I look at cases about people's involvement and they say, I wasn't involved and I didn't mean to be there and whatever. And, you know what, if, if you, if you attempt to right the wrong, then <laughs> it's believable. But if right. you're playing the victim and, you know, you don't do anything about it, then I, you're you know, in my mind, I'm, this is my mind, you know, you right along with them. Right. Yeah. I feel like you're just as guilty as the person that pulled the trigger if you don't come forward and, Right. And we're not, we're not speaking about the law, right? Cause some of the laws right. the state or whatever, we're just talking mm-hmm. about, you know, personal responsibility that morally. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that I, I don't know how you would live with yourself. Like I said, stuff happens and um, that's what we want. Just come forward because it's going to come down and it's going to come down hard. And um, you want to be on the good side of it as, as good of a side that you can get on it. And so I'll leave it at that. Um, but so, so let's talk a little bit more about, um, yeah, cause you guys don't want me, 
you don't want me coming <laughs> on your mm-hmm. on your case that they like me that I was told um one of my claims I'm a I'm a pit bull in a skirt so um, <laughs> you know I don't know how to take that but I love dogs mm-hmm. and you know like you just you just don't you don't want me after you but um because I don't give up right and uh where there's a will there's a way but so let's talk about what happened because you know people are listening to this now and um we are going to be getting the word out in the community uh because somebody somebody knows something and um from what I understand, this, this happened. So, so this happened, the, the murder, that's what it is. The murder, uh, Alexis was murdered in her driveway, right? Yeah. In her driveway at one thirty in the afternoon, right? Yeah. With her child in the car. Her three year old. Mm-hmm. Daylight at her house. Yes. Where you're supposed to be safe. That's correct. And thankfully her son survived, but I mean, you know, like you said, watching his mother die and getting shot. And I mean, that that's just, when you told me that's just crazy. That's just, that's just crazy. Uh, I, I can't even imagine um, losing anybody anyway. I just can't even imagine. And, and the, the, the worstness of worstness, that's not, probably not even a word. Um, <laughs> the worst part of this is so, so from what I understand, like, so, so your daughter, Alexis, was the recipient of some, some anger or some, some alleged payback or whatever that wasn't right, even related had, to her. Right. It had nothing to do with her. So, so what happened? So tell us what happened or what, what you know happened, right? And, and let me just add this because you know who you are. And if you think that we don't know what you did, we know what you did. Right. And we're coming for you. So, because we know what happened. Okay. So we got, you know, we got the details pretty much uh, because the community has been, has been really good. We just need to, we just need to put a bow on it. And so we're asking for all the information, but, but what, so what happened that, that led up to this kind of a a crazy, a crazy story of mistaken identity. Right. I mean, and, and that's, that's scary too, like retribution or something for something you weren't even involved in. I mean, this could happen to any one of us. Right. Right. Yeah. It had nothing to do with my daughter. Um, one of her friends got into a fight, an altercation with um, another lady and um, they came, it was at a club and um, my daughter actually wasn't even there. She was at the hospital with uh, my grandson. He had the flu. And um, when this altercation happened, um, so um, the people involved went to my daughter's house looking for my daughter's uh, friend that had been in the um, fight and uh, started threatening my daughter as well, um, looking for the girl. And um, they got into an argument as well because they were trying to, um, you know, vandalize her car, my daughter's car in her driveway. And that was at 4.30 in the morning. Um, And later on um, at, uh, 1.30 the same day p.m. in the afternoon in broad daylight um, my daughter was murdered um, by these people 
it's that's just that's just crazy and um and so uh gosh i don't even know if i want to if i want to ask this question um but i feel i have to uh when this happened in the morning uh was your was your daughter able to reach out to the police about about the incident that happened at the house or was she just busy going about her day and then and then this unfortunately happened well, she reached out to her friends and talked to them about it, what was going on and, you know, who came to her house and things like that. Um, you know, she was upset about it, um, that they came to her house. And I think she was, you know, a little nervous about it as well. But um, she didn't reach out to the police, but she reached out to other people and let them know what happened exactly and who came to her house Um so, no. And basically, yeah, she was going about her day and, you know, who would think it, you know, on a Sunday in your driveway, you just, you know, pulling up, somebody's going to just ambush you and, you know, kill, you know, murder you like, you know, like an animal who, who thinks that, you know. Uh, not me. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, and, and even with the horrors that I've seen, like, uh, what is wrong? What was wrong with humanity or people, or whatever? And, um, you know, I don't want to upset you, but I think for people uh, that might have heard some word on the street, because I understand there's a lot of talk about this. Um, your daughter was shot, correct? Yes. And and so she and your grandson were in the car, and somebody um, walked up to the window and and shot her. Yes. Um, well, <clears throat> my daughter was actually on the phone uh, with someone, with one of her friends talking. And um, when the person walked up and um, was arguing with my daughter, saying th things to her. And um, yeah, and basically they opened, you know, the person opened a fire on her and my grandson and, you know, right there shot her in her car in her driveway six times and um, shot my grandson as well, my three-year-old grandson. So, you know, that's, that's a monster to me. And then they, yeah. th this person ran away and got in a vehicle. Yes. Yes. So yeah, we, know, ran we know we're at least looking for two people because we would have, I mean, it's just my supposition, right? We would, we would have a shooter and a driver, mm -hmm. correct? And a, Yes. And a few other people were also involved were in the car. That's the, that's the, the word on the street from, that's from correct. people that, that know, right. Um, what was going on. And so um, what we're trying to do is, is get confirmation of um, because this, I guess, stemmed from this fight or whatever, this beef. And then um, I, I, I don't know, do you think that they didn't, um, they didn't like that, that when they found out that she wasn't the one or that she wasn't going to deal with it at, at, at 4 30 in the morning. And then, um, then that was payback at that point. So it, so it wasn't necessarily mistaken identity. Um, at, at that point at one 30 in the afternoon, it was because she was not cooperating with them. Yeah. I believe that that had something to do with it as well. And that she stood her ground, you know, when they came to her house, you know, Cause she was upset. Like she told him, you know, my kids are here, you know? So, um, yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. So, so, so the community, uh, knows 
I guess what happened, right? Because, because they've been, they've been talking to the police, I guess, and, 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 and trying to help you guys out. Um, from what I understand, and I, and we could be wrong, but, but we're talking about the details of this, um, not, not trying to jeopardize anything involved with the police investigation, but if you were at these locations or if this story this incident sounds familiar to you or you heard God help us somebody bragging about this. I, I want to hear about it. I, I ask you, um, you don't have to reach out to the police, but uh, to reach out to us, uh, you can reach out to me at, at help solve the case.com uh, send an email. Uh, we've got a tip line. You can call uh, 480-779-9870 Um and leave information or you can ask for, uh, I think, I don't know, do you have, um, uh, in Indianapolis, is there a silent witness or, or some type of anonymous reporting program in Indianapolis? Um, they have a tip line. Um, I can get the number for you and I'll publish but it. Yeah. I'll, pu- I'll put it okay. in the notes for the podcast, or you can reach out to detective Smith with the Indianapolis, uh, police department. But, um, from what we understand, there's a lot of uh, chatter. There's a lot of talk about this. Like I said, somebody knows something and um, we just we just need all those people who have heard, seen uh, or know something about it. Um, and so from what I understand, so this happened. So the altercation or the initial fight that that led to this attack or whatever um, happened on this. We're, we're assuming December 28th, 2019. sometime in the evening at a club in Indianapolis. Uh, We think that the name of the club might be icon. Yes. Okay. And so, so there was a fight between some women and then, um, and these women may frequent or know somebody that um, people that hang out at the sunset club or the babe babes club. Um, sunset strip sunset strip or I think it was babes let me look at my notes babes east Um, I'm not from Indy so I'm not sure where those places are but um, if you frequent the sunset strip or babes east or the icon club uh, these these people that were involved in this altercation uh, there was allegedly an altercation on December 28th in the evening, which then spilled over into the early morning hours um, of the 29th. And they showed up at your daughter's house trying to get, I don't know, retribution or find this person or some, some, something we don't know related to this fight. And um, when, of course, you know, your daughter didn't want to deal with it at 430 in the morning and having young children at home, um, I guess, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, from what you understand, they they came back and they laid in wait. Yes. And, and uh, ambushed my daughter and yeah, murdered her in broad daylight. I just can't even, I can't even imagine. Um, yeah. And, and, and we've also heard, I guess that, that some of these people might, and, and I don't know these people, you don't know these people. This is just, you know, we appreciate, like I said, you know, this is kind of like America's most wanted. We will take any tip, any information about anything. Um, we've also heard that, that some of these people may be uh, uh, affiliated with or in the, the Gary, Indiana area, right? Yes. 
Some of these yes. people may have ties to, to uh, Texas. I mean, who, who knows? We'll investigate. I'll investigate anything, right? Um, I, I love to hop in the car and, and, and go find people or talk to people. I'll hop on the phone or do whatever, just um, if it sounds anything familiar to anything like this. Um, we just really want to know, please reach out to us. And so, said so the police, you've, you've talked to the police and they tell you that, that they're actively working on this and, yeah, that's um, and you've given the information to them. Right. And they, they said they, they're just, they're just wrapping it up for prosecution. Like they, they feel pretty good that they've got a pretty, pretty good case. Um, yeah, but- we're, mm-hmm. we're just looking for corroborating information or like to put the bow on top of it. Yes. Uh, detectives say they have a strong case. That's good. That's um, so that's, that's good. But we still need, you know, if you know something, say something, you know, just we're, we need um, everyone's help with this. Something else I want to ask you about is, is um, one of the things that I had looked at was you were with, I think it was a group of moms or a group of victims in Indianapolis. Uh, you, you've done a great job of getting outreach and, and, um, people to pay attention to it. And uh, we still need, we still need the people that every little bit helps to come forward. But can you tell me a little bit about that? Because part of, part of what I do with the help solid case is, is, and I hope I'm doing it, please tell me if I'm not doing it, but I, I want you to feel heard, right? And I want you to feel that yeah. you have support in somebody working for you, because um, gosh, it sounds like there's, there's a huge problem in Indianapolis. Let's, let's, let's talk about these, yes. uh, these, you know, I don't want to take away from Alexis in her case, but, but these other mothers, like what, what is going on? What is going on yes. there? There's hundreds of mothers. I mean, um, with the, you know, the same scenario, they lost their children and, um, you know, and we're just all fighting for justice for our, you know, for our kids because they're not here to, to fight for themselves. So we're here to fight for them. And we are asking the, the detectives and the police department and the mayor's office, we're just asking, you know, for them to help us as well. And to know that, you know, we're, the only thing we're doing is just trying to fight for justice for our kids. You know, um, we're not bashing the police or anything like that. We're just at, you know, we just want help and there's a problem. Um, there's, so many murders and um, it's just, it's pretty sad, you know, talking with all the mothers and it's, it's a big problem. Yeah. And I, I don't know how we solve this, right. You know, and I, um, one of the things is uh, I, I kind of have, um, if I can say so, I have a unique perspective, right. Because I've, I've been a family member victim and I've been in the police department uh, and now I kind of look at it from the outside, from all sides and, and, um, in no way, shape or form do I like cop bashing. Right. But, right. um, you know, not even getting into the politics and the, the, the funding and whatever, I think that, um, I think it's good that you guys are bringing attention to this situation because, um, I would say for the most part, I don't think it's a, a lack of desire on the part of police officers. Um, but it's, it's just a lack of of manpower and resources and budget um, 
there were for a time some Department of Justice grants and th- that's gone away and um, just the the volume of the cases. And um, it's unfortunate when they talk about these cold cases because it's it's like a, a big filing cabinet, you know, out of out of sight, out of mind, which is which is horrible to think about. But I- I've worked it right. I've been a detective working 40 to 70 cases and um, it's like the thing, it just keeps coming and coming and coming. And what do you do? And if we, through this initiative can, can um, bring light on the, the serious problem that we have here, you know, not to talk about anything, we're not talking about patrol cars or or anything like that, but just the, the excessive amount of cold cases that are not getting attention. So that just the detective bureau alone needs more resources to, to help solve these cases. Right. And, and my personal yeah. goal, you know, I, I hope I can get millions and millions of dollars because I, I want to solve every one of them. And I know that's not feasible, but I'd like to have uh, investigators in every state that just help and support and work along with the families and the police to, to make this happen, or we have to come up with, I, I don't know, is it some type of legislative, whatever? I mean, yeah. I just, for so many reasons. I mean, first of all, um, it's just wrong that these cases aren't being worked on. Not to mention the, and I'll call it injustice about the emotion and that, you know, I I don't even know if I'm explaining it right, but it's, it's, um, I feel you guys are getting victimized. Like you're already the victim, but you're getting victimized again by the system. Uh, unintentionally right um so whatever we can do to help that and that's why I really ask for the public's help uh you know because if we can get good um you know part of the problem and I'll bring this up when I when I work on this and other investigators and and reporters and different people that try to bring attention to these cases the police many times don't cooperate with us and we we are paying particular attention to not impacting the case and we're here to help. Like we just want to help. Right. I'm sure like you, like if you could, uh, you know, delve into it and go out and hit the street and do it, you would, you would do it too. And, and when we're shut down with that, um, we've seen lately in the TV shows and some of the movies and, and things where the public can help, right. The public has the answers. Everybody has the answers and all we need to do is be heard and, and get the word out and allow everybody to support and help. And it's unfortunate that sometimes we don't, we don't get that. We get shut down too. Right. So I try to help and I get shut down too. And um, so that's not a helpful situation. So we want to work on that, but um, I will get off my soapbox on that. But I, I, I really believe it's a critical part that, that um, like you, and I saw you guys in the video, you're standing out there you're standing outside and, and you're not getting acknowledged and right. uh, it's disgusting. It's awful. It's, it's awful. Um, and we need to change that too. So we need to solve every case and we need to put some preventions in place. So this doesn't happen again. We need to change right. the system. Um, so what else can I talk about with our listeners that you think can can help us. Um, is there some part of the case that, you know, cause we, we can't talk about too much. There's things that we don't know. Um, 
tell us about Alexis. What, what, what kind of a girl you talked about, you know, she stood her ground. And from what I've seen in, in the little bit that I've gotten to know you, um, you have shown exceptional fortitude in, in, in dealing with this. And, and um, I saw you're all over the, the internet and you're, you're, you're speaking for her, which is so yes. important. And I think that's, you know, something too, that, that you have to, um, for her children, right. You've got to give the good example and all that stuff, but tell us about, tell us about Alexis. Um, Alexis, she was, she was a wonderful mother. I mean, everything was about her kids. They loved her so much. They had, um, just a wonderful relationship. Um, Alexis, she, I mean, everyone that knew her, um, they loved her. She had such a good heart. Um, she was like really soft-spoken, but I mean, she's, you know, she was a strong young lady and, you know, she was just, just, you know, trying to do the best she she could. Um, she was raising her kids and it's just unfortunate because she was only 26 years old. Um, it's just just hard, just very hard to talk about, but she didn't deserve what they did to her. You know, she was just, it was just, just horrible. I don't want to get you upset. I don't want, I don't want to see you crying. Um, maybe, maybe we can add to her legacy. See, and I'm going to get emotional. Um, by changing some of this, right? Yes. We can, we can um, uh, use her memory to empower. And I don't know what it is yet. I mean, my goal is to uh, do whatever I can to, to solve the case and to get justice. Um, but maybe we don't have the whole answer yet. Right. And um, there's a reason for all of this, you know, and she's, she's serving a higher purpose or something. We don't know, but um, that's one of the things that I want to do is you want to take, um, take something awful and, and do something good with it. Uh, and I want to be able to help with that. So, um, sorry, I'm getting emotional. It's, it's, uh, I can only imagine, but she sounds like a really great lady and you are doing such a super, super job, uh, with the kids and, and just managing everything and, and standing up for her and, and having a voice. And I think that's so important. Um, so let me just, let me just close with if, if I don't know if you have anything else that you want to say, um, do you want to add? And then I, I just want to recap the details and tell everybody where they can help participate. Well, I just want to say that, you know, <laughs> this could have been your daughter, your niece, your granddaughter, your sister, your wife, um, you know, and I just, I can't do it by myself. I need, I need your help, you know, and you know, if not for me, if not for Alexis, then do it for her two young boys that, you know, cry every day, you know, that, you know, it's just, just do it for her kids. You know, if you know something, say something. And I just need, you know, I'm just ha asking for help. You know, I'm hum humbling myself and asking because I don't know what else to do. I I'm going to keep fighting for her, but I can't do it alone. And I, I need the public's help. I need, um, you know, if you know something, just please come forward, you know, and help us. And because Alexis didn't deserve um, what they did to her. You know, they, they, 
they um, ambushed her and killed her like she was an animal and she was a human being, you know. So thank you. Yeah, we want to. Um, everybody's life matters. Um, you know, any anything uh, like I can't even say anything like I don't care if you think it's crazy and you thought you heard this or that or whatever. Um, you know, we'll take something over nothing, right? We'll, let's see what we can make out of it. And uh, I feel very strongly you, ha you have had some very um, supportive people in the community, um, which speaks to the, the character of Alexis and, and, and your family. And um, we just want to put the bow on top of it. Like I said, we just as much confirmation as we can. Um, any little bit of anything that somebody heard something about somebody being over there, there were multiple people involved. Um, I'll reiterate again, we believe that this was from an altercation between some women at the Icon Club on December 28th, 2019 in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, these people may frequent or be associated with people that are at the Sunset Strip or Babes East clubs in Indianapolis. If you have information, uh, you can reach out to Detective Smith at the uh, Indianapolis, Indiana Police Department. You can contact us at Help Solve the Case. Uh, there's Facebook pages and groups or whatever, you know, any little bit of information, please, please, please uh, come forward because you can make a difference, not only for Alexis, but for, for so many people's, so many people's lives, the ripple effect of the, of the, the damage, right? And if you come forward and you can help us uh, solve this and take care of this and get justice, it will, it will, it will flower and it will blossom and have so many more far reaching effects with just, just one thing will, will, will turn this and let this bloom. And, um, I don't know. I just feel that it will, uh, it'll bring so much more. It'll bring so much more value to this, to her life, to Lex's life and, and all of this. So please, 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 we can't ask you, um, enough, uh, to help any little thing, uh, we beg you, right? I'll beg. I'll beg. Yeah. Uh, because as you said, nobody, nobody should go through this. And the randomness, the craziness of this, the, it could be anybody. This could happen to anybody, any, any day. And we don't want it to be you. So we need people to know that they're not going to get away with things and people that it's safe for people to come forward and you need to come forward and do the right thing. So we thank you for helping us um, and helping us bring justice for Alexis Edwards. Again, uh, December 29th, 2019, Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, thank you so much. Anything is something. We appreciate you helping us help solve the case. Wow. What a story. I, I thank Alexis's mom for coming on, sharing her emotions, sharing her story, and, and being upfront and intimate with us about what she's going through and asking for our help. And so now, I don't know how to follow that except to once again ask for your help. We cannot do it without you. Your eyes and ears, at a minimum, are what we need to listen, to understand, 
to like, to forward, to share, to talk about, and to get people talking so that we can solve these cases. Somebody knows something. It's just a matter of time and we can speed up that process and we can help law enforcement and help these families by participating and getting as many people participating as possible. How does that happen? I'm going to ask you for your help here. You can listen to the podcast. You can uh, like our Facebook page, Help Solve the Case on Facebook, Help Solve the Case page on MeWe. We've got a YouTube channel for Help Solve the Case. I'm getting ready to have a Rumble channel for Help Solve the Case. And most importantly of all, if you want to really get in and really help us uh, while at the same time supporting the mission, please join us on our Patreon portal. And that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash help solve the case. There you can join us as a virtual investigator. You get first crack at the podcast. You can get information from the virtual bullpen where we have our uh, investigators interacting real time. Uh, You can participate in the bullpens and work on these cases live with the investigators. And you can get cold case training so that you can become a cold case specialist. Or if you're an investigator and you want to work with us to get cold case certification, we need your help. Cannot do it without you. Sponsors, Uh, people that have expertise in these areas. We really need your help. If you're a legislator or somebody that is listening to this and can figure out how we can prevent this from happening. I mean, we cannot solve all crimes or we cannot prevent all crimes, but we can bring the added added resources, whether it is the public to private or private to public or funding. I, I just, I don't know what the answer is. It breaks my heart every time I hear one of these stories. But most of all, I want to thank you for allowing me to do what I feel I do best and to give back in the way that that I feel I, I was born to do with my skills and abilities and my desire. Uh, I can't do it without you. So once again, I thank you. On a lighter note, I look forward to talking with you again on our next podcast episode. I do want to add, if if you are a family member, victim, or loved one, law enforcement member, or anybody, and there is a case that you would like us to look at too, please feel free to reach out to us. Our website is helpsolvethecase.com. We have a Facebook page, all the MeWe page, YouTube channel, Rumble channel, our Patreon portal at patreon.com help solve the case. Looking forward to hearing from you. Looking forward to helping you. Thank you for helping us. And this has been Help Solve the Case.